All right, we'll say good morning. Let us begin. We are picking up Emir Hashem. The end of Osmem Tes in Sidkas Atzadik, page Kuf Yud Ches. So we'll say, so if you remember again, we were discussing, the Rebbe was advancing the incredible idea that, that a person has to identify their greatest source of weakness in life. My avoda, my tafkid, my, my primary mission becomes to go ahead and address that particular avoda or that particular weakness. And then once I'm able to conquer that weakness, that weakness itself becomes the greatest source of strength. That was the, that was the incredible and, and really, I think, life-altering perspective of the Rebbe. That's what he remember when we began Osman Tess. So when the Rebbe spoke about this idea about your weakness becoming your greatest strength, at first, remember, again, the way he spoke about it was that if you commit an Avero with a particular part of your body, so the goal is to be able to do a mitzvah, do as many mitzvahs as you can with that same part of the body. So I've used, I've used some part of my physicality to drive a wedge between myself and the Rebano Shalom. So now my job is to go ahead and use that same part of the body to do something productive, to do something meaningful, to do something holy. But now Rabbi Tzaddik went on and he explained this even in, in, in a deeper fashion, namely that we all have our struggle, the struggle, the thing that I've struggled with for so long. That is the reason why I'm here in this world. And if I find a way to address that, and I find a way to overcome that, that weakness in and of itself becomes the very source of my strength. So he gives an example of this. He says, Halotira. Let's look around page Kof Yudchas. We're going to finish Osman test with this idea. Shalotira. Shahaya Achaz Melech Yehuda. Shuchasam Achaz, who was the king of Yehuda. And literally, again, he closed up the Torah. He closed up the Torah. Achaz was an incredible Oved Avodazara. Incredible idolater. But, you know, sometimes in Jewish history, when there were points of, or there were times of incredible idolatry, so people still, interestingly enough, believed in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As counterintuitive as that may seem, they worshipped idolatry, but they also worshipped Hashem. Achaz, Achaz closed the door on Torah. He sealed up Talmud Torah. There was no Torah during the days of Achaz. There was another piece. The other piece was that Achaz prevented the children from learning. So Achaz went ahead and pretty much outlawed Talmud Torah, and he also prevented the children prevented the children from learning. Sha'amar Achaz Hamelech, im ein gidim ein tayoshim. Because Achaz said, literally again, if there are no lambs, there are no rams. Which means that if you go ahead and you prevent the children from learning, they cannot develop into Torah scholars. And the truth is, the days of Ahaz were some of the darkest days in Jewish history. Some of the darkest days, right? Where, where again, where again, you had Ahaz outlawing the learning of Torah. No Torah, no learning, shut down the yeshivas, prevent the children from growing. 
He goes on, Harishi Itzar Hara, Hiskabra love Bioser, the Ingen Bitla Torah. Vizel Lefisha Haisa Timuna Boas Skula, Vakoa Hamuchalar Batsas Torah. So this is incredible. So you look at Ahaz, and what was his greatest weakness? His greatest weakness was that he caused Bittal Torah. He caused the negation of Torah study. So again, remember, based on what Rab Tzadik said, whatever your greatest weakness is, that also has the capacity to become your greatest strength. Once you identify it and remedy it, it becomes your greatest strength. He says, Shehu hayakli muchan. I'm sorry. So we'll say, so what is this? He says, Rab Tzadik. Because Ahaz's greatest weakness was Bittal Torah, that showed that embedded within him was this dynamic capacity for Harbatsa Torah, to cause and to create the proliferation of Torah. Now, how would Ahaz do that? Shehu hayakli muchan laholit eschizkiyo hamelech. Because who was, who was Ahaz's son? Ahaz's son was none other than King Chizkiyo. And the Rapsalik writes, We'll see this, we'll see a little bit later on, that a son, that a son sometimes is the greatest expression of what a father truly has inside of him. So Ahaz, who was Mevatal Torah on every single level, births a son like Chizkiyo. Now what happened with Chizkiyo? Left hand, left hand paragraph, there was never a person throughout Jewish history who taught so much Torah, who caused the proliferation of Torah within Klal Yisrael, like Chizkiyo. Never happened. When Chizkiyo died, the rabbis of his generation did something that was never done for anyone else. They put a Sefer Torah on his bed next to him. They were carrying out the funeral beer to bury him. They put a Sefer Torah on his bed. And they said, This one taught that which was written in this one. They never did that for any other Talmud Chacham. Besides Chizkiyo, Ukimosh Darshu Chazal Parakshin Bisanhedrin, Alapasikiras Hashemitis Halal, Zedorshe Chizkiyo, Shayosim Darsha Moshe Yoshua. Chizkiyo's generation was greater than the generations of Moshe and Yoshua. Vahakol, Mipne Shashwanu Chizkiyo, Hayadolik Babate Midrashus. And again, the expression they use is that the oil never ran out in the base Medrash of Chizkiyo. What does that mean? that Chizkiyo himself created a revolution of Torah learning, to the point that the Gemara says, Listen to this statement. There was no Am Ha'aretz in the days of Chizkiyo. There was no Am Ha'aretz. There was no such thing as an unlearned person in the days of Chizkiyo. So what happened? Ayim Hashem super. So that's a very interesting, had an interesting approach. What did he do? Chizkiyo walked into the base medrash. He put a sword into the, into, the, into the earth and he said, no one leaves. <laughs> no one leaves. It is an interesting chinuch methodology, right? No one leaves. 
but it worked. And listen to what the Gemara says. Listen to what the Gemara says. And it worked because they checked throughout Eretz Yisrael and there was no, not one Amaaretz to the point that every single man, woman, and child were, were proficient in the laws of Tomantara. We've been around the block enough to know that the laws of Tomantara are not Pashat. But in the days of Chizkiyah Melech, every single man, woman, and child was versed in those halachas. Hare, so I say, so what do you see over here? What do you see over here? You see a father and son, Achaz and Chizkiyah, direct opposites of each other. Direct opposites of each other. Achaz negated Torah in every corner of the world. He could, in every corner of Eretz Yisrael. He closed up the Torah, prevented the children from learning. Chizkiyo went ahead and proliferated, caused the proliferation of Torah more than the days of Moshe and Yoshua. Chizkiyo's days were the golden age of Jewish scholarship. People knew Torah. There was no such thing as an Amma Oretz. Says Reb Tzadik, what do you see from here? You see that Chizkiyo's greatest accomplishment was Mamish, the polar opposite of his father's greatest Avera. So Rabbi Zadik says, what do you see from this? So you see from here, says Rabbi Tzadik, that sometimes again, our greatest strengths in life come from our greatest weaknesses. So there's one very important piece in this story which is the first thing that Chizkiyo did when he became king, we actually mentioned this in Dafyomi not so long ago, was Gorar, he went ahead and he dragged his father's body on a bed of ropes. So the first thing, he, meaning what he did is, he repudiated his father's legacy. He said, I am not my father, I have nothing to do with my father, and I will be the exact opposite of my father. So Reb Tzadik says, you see from here something dramatically amazing. And this, and this, is, how, this is how everything closes out. Look how he writes, page Kof Yotes, with this we'll conclude. He writes, And says Reb Tzadik, this is the message in life. The message in life is identify your weaknesses. But more importantly, says Rabbi Tzaddik, identify the weakness. Because although many of us struggle, or all of us struggle with many things, there's usually one acute thing I struggle with. That is my weakness. That is the weakness. But that weakness, says Rabbi Tzaddik, if identified and if addressed, becomes the very source of my strength. In other words, they're both saying, when I identify the weakness and I combat that weakness and I overcome that weakness, the strength that comes from that, that's going to be my greatest strength. The thing, the weakness I conquer becomes my greatest source of life strength. See, both say, we often don't think about it this way. We often think that we have two, like, two skills, two, 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 I'll call it buckets of, two buckets, right? There are my strengths 
and there are my weaknesses. And my goal is to build my strengths and to kind of manage or mitigate my weaknesses. And the other says, that is not correct. That is not correct. There are strengths, absolutely. But the weakness, the weaknesses, and specifically the weakness, the thing that I have been struggling with for such a long time, maybe even my entire life, that's the reason I'm here in this world. That's the reason. That's my shlichus. You don't have to be a Chabadnik to have a shlichus. Right? That's my shlichus. That's why I am here, to fix that thing. And when I fix that thing, that becomes my greatest life strength. That's the message of Reb Tzadik. All right, we'll stop over here for today. We'll pick up Emir Tzashem in Sif Se'os Nun tomorrow.